0: This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal.
1: What a great day, Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Let me just start right. I'm not even going to give all the bio and all the background yet. We have Caleb Stanko of FC Cincinnati on the show today. Let's say hi to Caleb. How are you doing?
0: Hey, Steve. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Man, thanks for making time. It is probably a good thing that uh, we're making time today because it sounds like you're about to get a lot busier.
0: Yes. We just got news that we'll be able to start our individual trainings tomorrow Woo. and then um, yeah, it'll be really regulated and restricted, but I'm so happy to be getting back on the field.
1: Have you been going a little bit crazy during this time? What's the scoop?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's going a little bit crazy. Yeah. We've been given these workouts to do at home and these running um, drills, but it's, it's not the same. I mean, every soccer player wants to play soccer. They don't want to necessarily just do sprints and push-ups and sit-ups and all that.
1: Right, right. Okay, so what do you know about tomorrow? I mean, for you, do you go up while three other guys are there, the whole team is there, but everybody's distanced, or what? what is this going to look like? What do you know?
0: So there will be different groups, and then on each field there will be four players. And then I believe there's going to be sections. Um, there's going to be space in between each section, and each player will have a ball. And if, uh, if a ball goes into another player's section – both players have to go off the field to like outside and then a coordinator will come in and give the ball back to the original player. That sounds super normal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and and parking, we have to park two spaces between each, um, each car needs to be separated by two spaces and you have to show up with a mask and gloves on. And then they do um, all these tests to make sure that you aren't asymptomatic. You don't have any, you know, um, you don't seem like you're sick. And then you do, yeah. So it's gonna be very different <laughs> than right. one practice or training, but just that they're making progress is, you know. Awesome. Right.
1: It's probably just so worth it at this point. Like who cares? The inconvenience and the goofiness of that. I mean, we get to yes. get back on the pitch and, and knock it around. Right. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. What uh even if
0: it's it just with ourselves. We can are knocking it around with ourselves. We can't even pass to another player. Oh. So,
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, man, first steps are first steps. That's good. So has MLS said that more is coming, or is this just this is where we're starting? I'm feeling like a little not too informed on what's going on with MLS. So what do you know?
0: So I believe they're going to have three phases, Um, and this is just the first phase. And the first phase should last, hopefully, two or three weeks we're going to i believe we're trying to replicate what they're doing in the bundesliga in germany hey and i believe yeah and um germany started doing this i talked to some friends there and they started doing this a few weeks back maybe a month ago and they're going to be starting their season relatively soon so if we could do that same thing like that would be great
1: Man, that would be great. Yeah, I feel like I saw maybe on ESPN the Bundesliga starts May fifteenth or some something like that. Something yeah. pretty cool and crazy. You got yeah, friends everywhere, true. huh?
0: Well, I mean, I did live there and play there, so.
1: <laughs> well, let's uh, let me do a little bragging real quick. Take a deep breath while I, I brag, and I think I've got a clip of uh, Caleb that on Facebook or YouTube you can see that I. Uh, got off of YouTube, and it's some of your time at Freiburg. Uh, Caleb Stanko, if you very bold if you don't know him yet. I got to interview him for Beacon Radio, and the way I got to know him was through Rocco Grimaldi, great friend of uh, very bold and great friend of mine and Caleb's. And uh, so... Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about Caleb. He did play in the Bundesliga for Freiburg. He went over to Germany. He could tell you a little bit more if we get back to this in a little bit. Uh, As a young, as a teenager uh, over in Germany on his own, just making his way, just tells you the incredible talent that he has. And uh, was was over there for several years, and is just the last time we interviewed. You were kind of still there, and maybe thinking about you know changing, and now you're with FC Cincinnati. So I want to I want to hear. Um, oh, and also let me just add this. This is kind of nice. Uh, the U.S. Men's National Team uh, play has played for them, which is a pretty big deal. I don't know if you know that's a big deal or not. That's a huge deal, and to play honestly. I mean, in the Bundesliga, I don't know which one is, like, more impressive. They're both super impressive, um, but uh, just a big deal and did some great things uh, over there. And if we have time, we'll talk about one or two of those stories because they're so great. But I do want to hear about how things have been going with FC Cincinnati and how you decided to make the move? What are the fans like? I am actually—you don't know this because you'll see this later. I am sporting a FC Cincinnati orange shirt right here on the uh, broadcast. Wow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I've awesome. got yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've got uh, one of your autographed hats that eventually will go to one of our youth group kids when we have the next Caleb Stanko soccer cup. Uh, but that's here with me as well. So, Caleb. Yeah. A lot going on including uh a marriage coming up sometime soon yes. but uh hopefully hopefully uh-oh hopefully well, yeah
0: you never know i mean i know all the summer our wedding is planned for december 19th And I know all the summer weddings got pushed back, so we are really hoping and praying that we'll be able to have our wedding.
1: Okay. Well, tell us, like, I know some of the weddings that are going on now, and some of them, I had one I was going to do a couple of weeks ago, and it got postponed, Mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, But some of them have done, you know, small, very small uh, weddings I don't know if they're Zoom weddings. I don't know, but they're small weddings. Is that something you guys would be open to, or is it no? We're really hoping you know to have our friends and family in a you know a big
0: group there. I think. I mean, she's the one really making these decisions. <laughs> um, Put Sarah on the phone. I, I think she would say she would say if if we can't have the wedding that we really want, if if it's not even if it doesn't even look a little bit like what we really want then we would probably have a very small wedding and then have another big celebration gotcha um but we want to get married for sure in 2020
1: okay that's That's happening
0: whatever that looks like
1: yeah what do you have what do you get to do with the wedding i'm always curious because yeah grooms don't always have a large part in it (laughs) but sometimes they have a little bit what do you uh what do you wind up responsible for
0: Well, I hope she doesn't listen to this, but um, some of the things that we've done is like, we'll go over, hey, she'll ask me some, this is, I have a big learning curve here. Yeah, yeah. And she'll ask me, hey, what do you think about this? And I'll say, oh, I like, or she'll she'll give me two options and I'll say, oh, I like this. And then no matter what it is, she'll go with the opposite, (laughs) which I think is just part of being married, part of being in a relationship. But, you know, that's fine. Um, so I, I've been a little bit a part of the, um, what's that called? Uh, what's the party when the groom the groom uh, hosts it, the family? The rehearsal dinner? The rehearsal dinner. So yeah. I know that's really supposed to be the groom's job. Um, yeah. But she's really just, you know, taking over that too, which I don't mind at all. I'm really happy. She's doing a great job.
1: That's pretty um, fantastic that she will, I mean, kind of is willing to run the show. Yeah, I but, like it. But I, I
0: appreciate
1: it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. And then it's kind of hilarious that you are making the impact, but some of that impact is just because she's going with exactly what you don't
0: say. I'm eliminating options for her. That's pretty much what that, it. You're eliminating options.
1: That's great. Well, then, congratulations. We're really excited for you and Sarah Thank on you. that. Yeah, that's really Thank cool. You so much. Oh, yeah. All right, well, talk to me about making that. Uh, I'm sure it was a difficult choice to decide to come back, although FC Cincinnati, man, rabid fans, crazy. I think I may have seen online a new stadium's coming. I mean, tell us about coming to FC Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, so it was a big and difficult decision to come over um, back to the States and to play in the MLS. Yeah. Um, I really love Germany, but I just saw what was happening um, in the MLS, what has been happening. Yeah. And also Cincinnati, I mean, I saw what they what kind of fans they were drawing, yeah, um, and what kind of a city it was and when they were in the USL. And right. that it also very important. I have family very close um, to Cincinnati. They're in Ohio. They're about oh. thirty minutes north. Oh. My grandma lived there, and I have um, my aunt and cousins. Um, so that is like th- those are huge reasons for coming back. Yeah, um, but also, Cincinnati, of course, it was our inaugural season um, wow. last year, and we really struggled. We had multiple coaches, so all of that was wow. difficult. But I think that Cincinnati will have a great team moving forward. Was, okay. Yeah.
1: All right. What? Uh, why are you feeling that way? I mean, that so that had to be a hard thing. Look, listen, Caleb, you've got a competitive fire. That I mean, I've been around you a little bit, and and it's clear, and it's obvious, um, and a Mm -hmm. drive. And so I know guys like you, guys like Rocco, I mean, you you hate to lose. You hate to go through those struggles. Um, But what are the kind of signs of hope that you're seeing, man, no, this thing's on the right track. It may take a little while to get there, but it's on the right track.
0: I think that our owners are very motivated and driven to be successful, yeah. um carl linder who is the owner is a great person and successful and also a christian guy oh, and cool. i can see that he wants um to have a team in cincinnati that's really successful yeah um and of course it's going to take time and i think a little bit of last year they expected us to do really well and wow. so there's a lot of disappointment okay but they've they've kind of drawn it back, but I can tell like in a few years, it may take a few years, but this team will be, you know, this club will be really good.
1: Oh man, that's exciting. Well, that's really exciting to hear. Well, talk to me about, uh, I mean, you you mentioned that the owners are Christian and and I know that you're Mm -hmm. a strong Christian. Talk to me about, man, you as professional athletes, you get to overcome a lot of adversity and sure. a lot of challenges like that. I mean, there's the excitement of coming to a new club where the city's just crazy about soccer. Um, but then mm-hmm. you face that kind of adversity. And I don't know if the management signed you or the coach, you know, the coach signed you. Uh, but if then that coach is gone, things can change and there can be sort of messy things. How, how does your faith help you to deal with adversity like that?
0: I mean, Jesus is my, my bedrock. Jesus yeah. is my everything. So There's going to be lots of storms in life for everyone, and as a professional athlete, you're going to come across storms probably on a daily basis. Yeah, Uh, Rocco can attest to that. Right. And yes, we talked about a little bit of adversity that came last year. The sport director, like kind of like the manager, okay, um, who brought he brought me in, as well as the coach. Both of those people were fired or they resigned. Okay. Um. So then I was kind of in a position where. You know, the people that really wanted me there are no longer there. So that that happens.
1: Yeah. Um
0: and you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as, oh no, now I, I don't have that favor, or you can look at it as okay, here's another opportunity for me to grow as a player and as a person yeah. and to prove that I belong to um I belong to be on the field. Yeah. And something that's very difficult I think for, for many athletes is the wrestling between I don't even know how to put this in words. Yeah. But it's, oh, I love it's like, it.
1: Wrestle, wrestle yeah. with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, my yeah. faith is, is the most important thing to me. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm still a child of God. Mm. I, I belong to God. So if I don't get on that field, God is still God. God yeah. is still good. If I do get on that field, God is God and God is good. And I think having that, That mindset allows me to not get too low and get too high.
1: That makes a lot of sense. How did you get to that point, Caleb? Is that something that as a young man you just figured it out, or is that something where you had to go through some struggles and then realize like, okay, wait a second, I am a child of God. Win, lose, play, don't play, injured, not injured. How did that happen for you?
0: I mean, that's definitely, yeah, I went through some some hard things like everyone does, um,
1: yeah
0: and it's more of the Holy Spirit working on my heart to, to show me and remind me. That's the bigger one. I feel like as Christians, we always need to be reminded of these things. It seems yeah. like I personally am so forgetful of the promises and truths of God, and it's, it's of the Holy Spirit saying, no, you are mine. you yeah. Your identity is in me. It doesn't matter what really happens in the outside world. It's, it's who you are you know, as a, as a Christian.
1: So, yeah. What kind of, uh, things like for you personally, I mean, help you huh? remember those things. Cause I, I think we all go through those times. I mean, you nailed on it. Of uh, we just kind of forget. So you right. are, um, uh, I mean, you probably have some habits or some things that, you know, when you feel like, Oh, I've kind of been forgetting about that, that help you remember what works for you.
0: Um, so I do my Bible study in the morning in Okay. prayer that I've been doing probably, I don't know, I, it's been years, Yeah. I, I say, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be given to you. I say that pretty much when I'm like half, half asleep, half awake.
1: That's awesome.
0: And that drives me to get into the Word. Um, yeah. Those, that being, having that discipline of doing that is something that allows me then to start my day, even if it ends poorly, even if I get bad news, it starts my day on the right track.
1: Oh, that's good. So you, I mean, you've just developed this habit. That's the first thing you do.
0: Yeah, and what, I think it was maybe a few years that I I started doing that Where No matter what, the first thing I would do would be to read my Bible is because I would would get on my phone, I would get on Instagram, I would get on social media and just waste my time in the morning, and then maybe I would get to my Bible. Some days I wouldn't, sometimes some days I wouldn't. Right. And that's not the right way. That's not putting God first in my eyes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. That's good that you figured that out. That's a great reminder yeah. for us. Uh, what else seems to kind of help you? I mean, is that is that kind of the thing that works for you best? Is there other things, other habits?
0: Um, there are definitely other habits. I think uh, for me, it seems like there's, like everyone, there are seasons, yeah. and God will be using a different tool, Um to maybe show me something. So sometimes, and a lot of times, it will be some of my mentors or very close friends, Rocco. If I, if I bring something to him, yeah. I believe that God will use Rocco then to speak to me or my youth pastor. Um, so there are people in my life that I definitely rely on Yeah, um, to get clarity. You know? Right,
1: right. Oh, that's awesome. All right, well, I want to remind our listeners real quick, we're talking to Caleb Stanko of FC Cincinnati. He's also been a part of the U.S. men's national team and played in the top uh, top league in Germany, the Bundesliga for Freiburg, which is incredible. And, and in addition to that, I happen to know that Caleb is a great driver. Um, I think Caleb saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember saving my life by chance,
0: Caleb? Yes, it was on the way to Rocco's game.
1: Yeah, there were two times. There was one going and one coming back.
0: Oh, that's right. That was at night. The
1: other one was at night, right? Yeah. Between
0: the two semi-trucks. That was it. I forgot about
1: that. Yeah, that was the one that uh, didn't even have time for lives to flash in front of our eyes. But, yeah, you're right. I remember. It's funny because Rocco was getting ready to go to the game. Rocco plays for the Nashville Predators, he and Caleb. In fact, you guys did a really cool uh, thing on Instagram, like interviewing each other and answering questions. That was a lot of fun. But uh, for you listeners or people who don't know who that is, they're great friends from way back in school. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I was in Nashville to see Rocco and his wife, Abby. And it so happened that you stopped in on your way, I think, I don't know, South Carolina or somewhere. That's Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so which was awesome to get to meet you in person. So we're going to Rocco's game and. Uh, I remember Rocco like saying, like, who wants to drive like he was doing his own thing. So I don't know why he was he was asking. But uh, so I just thought, OK, well, here's a top world athlete. He probably wants to drive rather than me. I'm guessing so. And you were very like nice and humble and like, yeah, I don't I don't mind driving. (laughs) And so it's a good thing you did or we would not be having this interview right now. So we take Abby, or you take Abby, we're driving to the game. This guy pulls out like crazy, right? Right before we're about oh, to get yeah. on the interstate. That was, but this guy's a top world class athlete. So fortunately, his reflexes are crazy good. Uh, don't get hit or anything then after the game that was the that was for me the crazy part because we're following Rocco poor Abby she was sicker than a dog that night oh yeah remember so she rode she i did. mean she rode with Rocco but she was just feeling cruddy and uh and then we're driving back to their their home and Rocco i I don't know i mean he got through but we were surrounded by two trucks that were just coming together and you you really you really did like save our lives because you zipped through and zipped out, and you were the coolest customer I've ever been around. I mean, it was no sweat, no problem, and I, I didn't have time to sweat, but I knew, like, oh, man, we should be dead right now, but you saved us, so thanks for saving my life. You know, shoot. Yeah,
0: well, you're welcome.
1: Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Two times in one day. I think your quota is full, so I think you're good to go. Uh, all right, well – We'll back up, Mr. Race Car Driver, and uh, man, can you tell some of my very bold listeners about, um, I mean, I want highlights from Cincinnati, but I want to go back to the Bundesliga a little bit, if you don't mind sharing sure. a story or two, because I know it was a challenge, um, I know that. Sometimes the the people there, there, I learned from you, are going to be more disposed to playing German players, even if you have more talent, but you did have a few opportunities to get to shine. Um, Can you share Mm -hmm. one of those stories with us? And if you don't think of one, I can think of two, so whatever you think.
0: Sure. Um, Sure. I'll tell a story about the FC Cologne game. Yeah. That was uh, definitely a highlight of my life because I had... It's such a great experience. It's just a great game. Um, So, for the listeners, we were playing against FC Cologne um, away, and this was, I think, yeah, I believe it was December. I believe it was in December, and we had tons of snow, um, and they literally could not clear the field. They kept trying to shovel it off, um, and they did half the field, but then they left half, and so there was tons of snow on the field. Yeah. and. Um, I think I already told you this, but we we had I had been playing. I had been starting. And the coach said, um, I'm going to play this guy, even though you've been doing well. Yeah. Um, we're going to play this guy anyways. So that was really hard, especially because I had not been playing before that. And I finally got an opportunity to improve myself. Right. Um, but anyways, so I was on the bench. And I just remember it was so cold that day. And they had, <laughs> like, mounds around the field with snow. And I was just like, oh, it's kind of a nice day to – to just be sitting on the bench, to staying warm.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And I think it was maybe 10 minutes in, Wow! one of the players gets injured, one of the center backs. And that that was the position I was playing at the time. And I just remember also saying, you know, I wish I – i was like almost like it was a prayer. Yeah. Saying, God, you know, I wish I could play one of these games because I want to be able to tell my kids. You know, it's such a great story.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Um, right. And also, by that time, by 10 minutes in – the other team had already scored two goals.
1: Oh, my gosh. It was
0: 2-0. Yeah, it was 2-0. And 10 minutes in, and then their, our center back gets injured. Oh, man. And the coach says, oh, and I don't think I've ever told this part. Yeah. Because it was so cold, they gave us they gave us these insoles, heated insoles. Yeah. And they said, okay, all the bench players, put them on because um, you don't have your shoes tied because they don't really fit that well. So I had the heated insoles in. And they said, go warm up. So I go warm up. <laughs> and... Not two minutes later, I said, all right, come back. We need you back here now. Wow. So I run back. Not a proper warm-up, and it's freezing cold. And I tie my shoes. I go in, and i um, at center back.
1: And wow.
0: Not No warm-up again. Yeah. Of course. And I believe it was some I, – I think I touched the ball maybe two times, and then they had like a fast break. No. crossed it in, and I go to clear it. Yeah. I slide tackle the ball just to clear it. And it like takes a weird bounce, and I score an own goal.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: So it ends up being it's 0 No, I scored an own goal within like just a few minutes. That was yeah, really hard.
1: Oh uh, my gosh! Mad
0: and disappointed, and it was great because the the players on my team said, "Don't worry about it, man. Like this is just a crazy game, and you just got in." Like, it, we, that that's just you know the unlucky. Oh like, man, game.
1: oh man, but that's hard.
0: Yeah, that was hard. That was really hard. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I had to keep my head because, um, yeah, there was still a lot of time in the first half. Yeah. And I calmed down. Uh, we started to play much better. And uh, we got a goal back within, I think, um, maybe eight minutes before nice. half. Yeah. for a goal. And That's then awesome. we get another goal. So it was two to three. Yeah. Half- at halftime. And – uh, I believe that was two to three. But we scored two goals. Yeah. Then getting towards the end of the game, um, we got a penalty kick wow. because one of their players just fouled our guys right in the box. Like, yeah. The dumb foul. But I'm like, this is awesome. I think it was like the <laughs> 90th minute. They yeah. get um, a you know, dumb foul. So it's tied up three yeah. three. Coming back th- from three down um, away crazy environment, great fan. Like, those fans are so wild. Wow. Um, you can just feel You could feel the energy. Yeah. And after that, um, I believe they had some kind of free kick, and I had to mark this really big forward. And I remember he goes up and he elbows me. No. I thought he was about to score. But luckily, like the ball went over him, um, so that was fine. And then we got a free kick. So there are so many free kicks in this game because you can't really – defend super yeah. well, and it's so easy to slide tackle, and you can't really make too many passes. So right. the players are right on top of the other players to, to put that pressure on. Um, and I believe there was one last foul, and I think it was the 94th minute, and we had a great ball wow. in from Eurique Rave, this French player. Um, and the same player that I was defending, yeah. the, the tall forward, he jumps up and he, he handballs it in the box, <laughs> in his own box. Oh my gosh! Like this is this is so. This, I don't know. I don't have words for this because right. I've never been in a game like that. Right. Um. That's so crazy. Ninety fourth minute, we have a penalty kick, and we score it. And the ref wow. blows the whistle. Wow. So to come back. Unbelievable. Yeah, after not being on the bench, not getting warmed up, scoring an own, own goal, goal, helping the team to succeed.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: And win was just you know amazing. That, that is great incredible. Alien. Yeah, In a great story, I'll be able to tell my kids.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Right, 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 right. Yeah, hold off on those kids for a while. Now, Facebook and YouTube, you're still with me. And we got one more story I want to hear from Caleb Stanko. And uh, you get the bonus bonus uh, director's cut, bonus deleted scenes, not deleted at all. Um, there's one other story, and that story is incredible uh, in Cologne. And and I think the video that we showed I feel like had a little a little clip of it. So our producer always does a great job. He threw that up there while you were talking about it. Um, there's one other story that I would love for you to share with us, and that okay. is uh, Shalka. Ah,
0: Shalka. Okay. okay.
1: Can you give us some yeah, of the background was, on that? Because our very bold radio sure. listeners—they don't know the story—and I love the story too.
0: Um. So yes, I had not played any Bundesliga games up until this point, point. Yeah. and I don't want to badmouth a bad mouth of coach, but I will a little bit. <laughs> All little right. Really it's an exclusive. There was, I love I was, it. I mean, it's just pro sports. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. There's no like yeah. There's no hate there. Right. Um, hmm. But how it was is that summer. So the summer before this game, because the game was in, I think, November, Yeah. Um, he said, we want you to be transferred, so change teams, and I told him, um, no, I want to fight for a position, and I'm going to do whatever it takes, and I'm going to show you that I'm good enough and should be playing. Yeah. He said, I don't, okay, that's fine. You can stay, but you will not play one game. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was hard to hear. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, And throughout the season, it was a tough season. Um, I kept being patient and fighting for a position and never saw the field. Um, I saw players get injured. I saw players uh, get red cards and, and expect, oh, Finally, an opportunity. Right? No, that opportunity never came. Wow. Had to keep waiting, had to keep fighting. And then, you know, November comes around. Wow. We were still doing poorly. There were more injuries. There were more red cards. Yeah. Outlandish. Right. But finally, finally he says, okay, I have no one else to play there. I have no one else to play there. <laughs> You're going to play. Um, And I was thinking, awesome finally an opportunity. You know, I've been waiting for this. I've been praying for this. I've been dreaming about this my whole life. Yeah. This is, this is what I'm waiting for. And it's not in a position that I usually play, but you know I don't care. I'm on the field. And it was that center back, left center back,
1: left center back. Uh, You're right footed, which
0: I'm a right. <laughs> foot. Yeah. So I prefer to play, you know, on the right side. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow. Um, and we're playing against a team. Schalke, I believe got second that year in Dang. the Bundesliga. So a very good Schalke team. They were having a great run. Um, it was this game was at home, um, and their game plan, Schalke's game plan, because they told us after, um, and I know one of the players on the team. Oh, was wow! Pressure to pressure me to pressure me because I'm a right-footed player playing on the left side. Yeah. Um. I, this is my first Bundesliga game ever. Yeah. And I've never played. Um. I don't really play center back. I'm a center mid. Right. So all these things stacked wow. up of why okay this is the weak link right and the way that they were pressuring, um, like was high intensity of course but it was just yeah focused directly to me they were waiting till I got the ball and we did so well yeah our team did so well to be able to play out of that pressure
1: way to their go. whole
0: game plan went down um, the drain yeah and it was <laughs> I and but to be honest I was That's a little awesome. nervous. Yeah. But also I was just so happy to finally be, be given an opportunity to show what I can do. Like that, yeah. That's really what it was. Like I, I didn't have fear in my heart. I was just excited to play.
1: Um, oh, my gosh. Didn't their coach, you, I think he told me before, I mean, he's like a big uh, tactician guy, and so that's why it was yep. the game plan. But I think after the game he was quoted as saying we had to change our entire game plan at halftime or something like that.
0: They did. They yeah. changed their entire game plan at halftime because it wasn't working. Yeah. But wow. they of uh, the big dogs, the big shaka dogs that yeah. thought they were gonna come in and just yeah destroy a weak Freiburg team really struggled.
1: Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. That's
0: awesome. So unfortunately so then we had a great second half, lots of opportunities to score. Yeah. And unfortunately we didn't we didn't get the result we wanted. They got a lucky goal. Um Thinking in, like, the 80th minute, wow. it was a deflection off of our, our outside back and went in, so we uh, lost that game. Yeah. But for me, it was a huge accomplishment huge. to have overcome so much adversity, yeah. one from the coach saying, I wouldn't play, and being able to do that, and then also um, having, you know, a whole game plan that is supposed to make you, like, look bad at the other team right. and to, to have done so well. Like, that was just, you know, a great um, motivator to keep pushing to keep fighting yes um
1: and also just a a confidence booster oh my gosh what an incredible story i mean when the coach tells you look you're not i'm not putting you in this game the entire season and to put you in in a position that's not your position and then to thrive and make uh man a top top team have to change their strategy and still have to i mean Um, is incredible, incredible story. Yeah. Wow. Well, man, uh, Caleb, we want to, we want to tell you, man, there's just more greatness ahead for you. And we can't wait to see what God is going to do. And we thank you for the example of man fighting through adversity, that competitive fire that you have inside of you is, is so real. And uh, man, I just, I, I can't wait to see what God does next. So I, I got my hey. orange shirt on. I'm going to give my hat away. <laughs> it's autographed by Caleb Stanko, but I'm going to give it to one of my youth. But uh, And I'm bummed because the whole deal was when I saw you at, uh, in Nashville was you guys should be coming to Houston um, this year. And and then I looked at the schedule That's as soon as it came out, and I don't see any FC Cincinnati at Houston. So, I, I mean, now it doesn't probably matter anyway. But um, So, yeah, I was kind of bummed about that.
0: That is, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't
1: know what it's going to look like this year anyway. Right. Hopefully the next year we'll be able to do that. Yeah, something, something. Austin, something. Houston, Dallas, something. I don't know.
0: Right. So,
1: all right. Well, Caleb, man, thank you so much for taking this time. We really appreciate it. And, uh, man, we're Mm -hmm. excited about what God has for you. And congratulations to you and Sarah, too.
0: Thank you so much, Steve.
1: All right, man, it's great talking with you. Hold on real quick. I want to sign off for our video and just tell our our people watching today, man, Caleb Stanko, great guy. He's that type guy, uh, has this great talent but just makes people around him better. And that fire and that leadership uh, just elevates people around him. So I'm really excited about whatever MLS looks like this year, whatever – uh, you know, God has for uh, Caleb next year. I'm just excited to see as much as possible. This kid uh, kid has a lot of talent and a, a great future ahead of him. So I'm really excited just to see what that's about. So um, you guys, thanks for tuning in. And I uh, want to remind you, as we reminded our radio listeners, just whatever you have going on, if you're down, if you're discouraged, if you've got adversity, you want to fight through. I mean, you want to fight through. You want to keep your focus. You want to remember that you're a child of God. You want to remember that that is where your identity comes from. It's not on, not on your talents. It's not on what you achieve. It's not what you can do. It's not how people can use you. It's not that. It's that you are a child of God and Jesus loves you and he is with you. And I um, forgot one thing I have to say. Sorry, Caleb. Um, We have been using photos courtesy of Jamie Smead. She took some great photos of you for FC Cincinnati and I told her I asked Mm -hmm. permission to use them because they're great and I was going to just give her a little credit on that. So Jamie, thank you very much for your generosity and uh, my son-in-law Jordan Nelson did a great job with just uh, allowing us to Photoshop a couple of those too. So thanks to both of them. Thanks to Caleb Stanko. But for you, our listeners, man, I'm telling you, that is it. You're a child of God, listen for his voice, he wants to speak to you today are you a child of God, hear that yes and let him speak into your heart the truth that you need to hear hear that truth, some of that truth is this, remembering that we have this great hope, that he is for us he is with us, he goes uh, he surrounds us, he fights our battles all of it, and so because of that great hope, as Paul wrote therefore, since we have such a hope
0: we are very bold very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com